So we are holding here in um, Perek Bez Os Dalad. Vihine. So we, until now, we're discussing that Adam um, has to be mashlam himself through his own decision, so that he can be the balatayv. Therefore, Kosh Baruch Hu had to create a world where there are elements of shlemus, of perfection, elements of chisaron, and Adam has the ability to remove the chisaron from himself and to be kainat shlemus. So he, Ramchal continues, he says, that there needs to be, in reality, these elements of perfection that we've described. And the Bria needs to be in the, um, the state that, that is required. Perish, um, that means I mean, the environment of the, the Bria needs to be in a, in, a, in a very specific place. Why? Perish. He, he needs to be able to have the potential or the possibility to these two elements. I mean, he has to be able to have the ability to get shlemis and remove chisarin. And chasholim, he needs the ability to involve himself in more chisarin and make himself less shalim. That this Bria, this created being needs the ability to, to, to remove chisarin and to gain shlemis. And he's going to need means in order to do that. Perish, like knows that shlemis. What are these means? He's going to have to have the, the, the ability to acquire shlemis. Um, so, but the Ramchal is saying is that, is that now that we have our goal for creating man, man is a balatov, so therefore the, the world itself has to reflect the goal that we have here in mind. So, you know, there's going to have to be a physical world, there's going to have to be people, there's going to have to be physical bodies, hands, feet, there has to be tefillin, there has to be sukkahs and mezuzahs, there has to be ra, there has to be um, not as ladies walking around, there has to be lions and tigers and bears and trees, right? Everything which was necessary in the world to create the environment for man to have the ability to be kainish lamus and remove chisarin. So therefore, everything that we find in the Bria, somehow, because it was created for the purpose of man to be kainish lamus, has to be part of the process that enables man to have this avayda, right? Nothing in the Bria can be... Can be um, Nidish we call zaitik can be um, ancillary to this to this to the, this tachlis. Everything has to be in line with the purpose of creation, which is to give man the ability to be kaina shlemis. Therefore, we're going to have to have many details in the Bria. The world's going to be filled with all kinds of, 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 of different parts and pieces. There's going to have to be many different interrelationships between all of the Pratam and the Bria, right? All the interconnections that we find between man and nature and his environment, right? For example, his need for food, his need for shelter, even man on the emotional level, right? Everything that makes him a human being, that, that all the various things a person needs to, to feel shalom and the emotions that he has, etc. All of these things have to be there in order to set the the environment for man to be able to be kaina shlemis. Until the bria will will be matzliach that it, that it will it will it will it will it will be implemented in such a way where man has this this nisayan and this chance to be kaina shlemis. So basically, everything in the in the world and all the interconnections in the world and all the pratam in the world that, that exists. I mean, there's everything. There's everything from the stars to the atmosphere to the planets to biology to to, to the plants and the animals and, and people and to objects. Right. Even the fact that we have tables and chairs. All of it was created top down so that man should live in an environment where he's going to have the potential to be kind of shlemis. So therefore, everything a Baruch has created in the world is only there as a tool to enable man to be able to be kind of shlemis. 
However, he says that the Bria, the created thing, which was destined for this big Indian, which, which is to connect to Hashem, so he said Hashem created the world to give to another, so this creation, which i.e. is man, right, this creation, which was the goal of creation for man to give to, he tikra ikr shvachola That is what we're going to call the most ikr, the most fundamental, um, the most essential part of the entire Bria. The Kol Shar Mashim Zomitzias and all the other things you find in reality, Lo Yaela Oizer, everything else is only a helpmate, is a helper. Be'ezet Sada Be'ez Bechina, in some way or another, right, in some, from some angle or, or, or some, Bechina, I don't the for Bechina, right, in some way, everything else in the world is going to have to be there as, as a help, Ela Tachlis, to come to the goal, Shiatzlech Yimatzeh, that we should find in the world the ability for man to be able to choose Shlemis. Valken Yikrut's Fail Nabriya Ikrish Zacharna. Therefore, everything else in, in reality is only considered it's only secondary to this primary creation that we've described. Now he's going to say, obviously, and hey, oh hey, we're going to talk more about this in a minute. Obviously, the primary being that the world was created for, which is the Tachas Libriya, and everything else is subsidiary to, is man, mankind. The whole Shar Nivroim, everything else which is created, whether it be things that are bigger than man, right, what are bigger than man? Malachim, Malachim. Ruchnius, yeah, right, right, right. Malachim, Spherius, Kaychis, whatever it is, whatever other entities that exist, right? Whether they're larger than man, meaning in spirituality, like Tuvia said, Ben they're lower than man, right? Like animals and plants and objects. Enem Elabavuro, all of it is for the purpose of man, Lashlamas Inyanda, in order for man to complete his Inyan, right? In order for the matter of man to come to its completion, right? Lafisha Kobachinas, a rabbi, Shunas, a Ruyel, Baham. To have all of the various elements in the world that are suitable for man, as he will explain more extensively later on. So basically, all the, the, the Ramchal over here said, and again, just to stress this point again, the Ramchal wrote with a tremendous diktuk. Um, many Akhredim said that we really are not able to be omit so much on the language the Ramchal uses. Sometimes he uses seemingly double language, sometimes he uses very specific terminologies and words. There are Purushim that have attempted to do it. Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't hold of ourselves that we really have the ability to fully understand. The Vilna Gaon said about the Ramchal when he, when he saw Mr. Susharim. Yeah. Mr. Susharim seems, by the way, like a, like a Muslim Sefer, right? Yes, that's a primary Muslim Sefer. It's, it's very important. Um, it's good for Avedal. The yeshivas used it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, from a Muslim Rishon, if, if, if I would find Mr. Susharim sitting on the shelf not doing anything about it, I would say, wow, this is a very powerful book. But I, I don't know if I would say that, like, you know, this is one of the most fundamental, you know, pieces of work of Jewish literature that's been put out in a long time. When the Vilna Gaon saw it, he said that if the Ramchal would be alive today, I would walk all the way from Vilna to Padua just to go be his, his Talmud, right? Okay. So basically the Ramchal, who is just a quick minor Muscar of the Ramchal's life, the Ramchal um, was, knew all of um, Shas and Pesach when he was very young, um, 15 years old. He then joined a group of people that were learning Kabbalah. He quickly became the head of their group. They had these Mishmarim where they learned Zayar on 24-hour day watches. Um, and eventually he would um, get these like almost forms of Navua where he would pass it on the table for an extended period of time and then wake up mm-hmm. and start writing for you know hours on end. Um, basically, he was dictating things from a maggid, a certain malach, and he started writing his own Zohar. He actually wrote a Zohar on, I think it was Shir Shirim, I don't remember. He wrote a Zohar on something. I don't mean to write a Zohar. Write the Zohar of Shumar Yochai. So so what we have and we don't have is confusing, right? Which we'll, I'll tell you in a second. So what happened was, uh, just quick just quick biographical note, I don't know if we spoke about this in the beginning or not, but um, 
he, there was a young person that came from a, a more aristocratic, uh, aristocratic family to um, Padua, and instead of going to yeshiva, he found Ramchal and his chavra and started to join them. And he wrote a letter back to his parents and to his friends describing the Ramchal and how he gets messages from a magid and all these ideas of that, that they're, 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 the, 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 the terror they're learning is going to bring the Mashiach and blah, 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 blah. And like this was shown to some misnagid, obviously I don't know them, so I'm misnagid. Mm-hmm. It was probably an Italian rough at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I uh, got very upset and, and, and basically the letters started flying left and right and Ramchal was being thrown in Cherem and his farm were burned and he was kicked out of multiple cities. Um, eventually he settled in Amsterdam for a while and that went well. Then he was banned from writing books, uh, so he, he only would write books like Der Hashem and the Sil Susharim and, and Das Tunis, which were which were, in his opinion, not pure Kabbalah books. They, they obviously come from the Kabbalah, but they're written, as you see, in a plain language, right? And he stopped writing all the, the new texts, the Zayar, that the, that there was being given to him from Shemayim, and then they, they bothered him there also. Eventually, he moves to uh, Eretz where he taught Kabbalah openly, um, and he dies, uh, I believe, at the 39. age of 39. He dies at the age of 39. He said that he's a Gilgal of Rabbi Akiva. Who Could was... be. The forty when he right they, they they say stuff like that yeah 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 in Khlami. the Arizal also died thirty nine like it's a, it's a, yeah anyway the Maisa um, so yeah so so that was it so by, by the way it's just interesting that in Eretz Israel they he died and he was known as a gobble over there for the short a couple of years he lived there until he died um, they wrote a letter back to Europe saying you know this great man is dead and like the whole world should come and, and flock pilgrimage to his cover and this and that and he lit up our lights with like, Torah and blah 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 all the bottom in Europe received that it's the guy that they like were chasing after you know what I'm saying right like it's a little ironic so that's that's how we have a pretty good sense where his cover is so if you ever go to Tveria they have Rabbi Akiva's cover and his cover are next to each other now there is some discussion about Rabbi Akiva that's really where Rabbi Akiva is buried like yeah this discussion, I'm not saying he's not buried there, but, but the Ramchal, we know, definitely is buried there from these, these correspondences, right? There was another place where they claimed the Ramchal was buried, supposedly, but it's clear that this town was trying to make the equivalent of like a tourist brochure, brochure for their, their, their town, you know, advertising. We have, you know, right? So it doesn't make sense. Like the, the, the letters that we have about them claiming that a big Godel died in Kokari and everything's ripped Korea in Europe, and that much more is Mustafa where he's actually he's buried and, and et cetera. Fine. No, right, fine. Uh, so the whole Akdama I'm telling you this is that, is that the Ramchal was deep stuff. So, yes, to be Medayek and every word they're saying over here, you can pick things up here and there. I, 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 I'm not really a fan of thinking that you can now, if you're Amul in it and you work on it, you can get more of a sense of it. But there are different layers of reading the Ramchal. So, you know, I, I'm going to, for the Shia, try to not work on, you know, muttering every diak, but rather to bring out the ideas that he is, he is saying, right? That, 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 that's basically my, my, my shita with it. Obviously, there's, you, can be, you can be Amul in it and try to work out why he said like this, why he repeated this phrase. I mean, just to make some observations from the top, he hasn't used the word mitzvah yet. He calls him Inyanich Shleim is Inyanich Chsarim. Later on, he's going to call them mitzvahs. He refers to the Bria, this Bria that's destined. Eventually, he says it's, it's man. Like, you, you find he started off with um, Shleimus and he moved into Tov, right? No, not Shleimus. He starts off with, with Kosh Baruch being the Tov and then eventually that transfer to Shleimus. I mean, they're Diukim. As he progresses the Sefer, he's changing his word usages. That obviously, there is something behind that, right? But the, the deep stuff is, is, is all right. Fine, anyway, fine. But anyway, so the kids yeah. are... Do you know if, I don't know if it matters, but whether this, he wrote this before the or I don't know. I don't know what the orders are. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Are there 40s apart like I, I, I don't know the exact number. There could have been more. We, we don't have them all. What, what we have from him is Basil um, We have two versions of right, two versions of Basil We have um, one that's in the conver- conversation, almost similar to Das Tunis. We have Das Tunis, which is much more of a philosophical work through these ideas. Derek Hashem is much more an overview of the entire Agatha. Derek Hashem is much more of an overview of all of the, um, we call them the Agatha parts of the Torah, right? We. Um, 
He wrote a sefer on the Zayar, Adir Bamaram. He wrote a sefer, Kinas from Tzvakais. He wrote a sefer of a conversation between a Makubal and a philosopher. He wrote um, multiple Hakadamas to, to, to Kabbalah. Um, Rav Chaim Filander published um, basically what the Kisar Rimchal, those, those green books. Um, he went through and, and his works and, and taking them from manuscript really are what everyone else bases everything that they, they do on. So we owe Frank Freelander a tremendous gratitude that he uh, spent all that time, you know, taking from the Ksivas Yaldis and, and, and they're always discovering stuff, you know? So, all right, anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, but Lamaisa Salim Chalavir is telling us that therefore Hashem has to design a world where we have elements of Shlemus and Chisarin and man is going to be the primary being. Everything else is secondary to man, whether they be higher spiritually than man, whether they be lower than man. Um, everything is there to serve man because that's the purpose of creation. Like we said in the beginning, man really theoretically could have been created in Olam Haba receiving reward from Hashem. If not for the fact that he needed to earn to be the Balatov in order to, as we discussed in, in previous Shirim. So therefore, whatever is going to exist in this world is only there for accomplishing Akash purpose in creation, which is to bring man to Shlemus. So I just want to tell him a couple of points on this that's important. Number one, he discusses the idea that there are Nivraim that are greater than man and there are Nivraim that are lower than man. So we spoke last time about the concept that um, there's Ha'aris Panim and Hester Panim, which is the biggest side that Ramchal has. And anything which is more of the nature of Hashem has Ha'aris Panim. And anything which is farther from the nature of Hashem is Hester Panim, right? And we said that Ra, or things that are lacking in Shlemis, is because the Kosh Baruch Hu has blocked his Ashpa and his presence from that thing, creating a void, right? And that's the source of all Gashmias and all Ra. And there are going to be levels of it, right? Obviously, the higher parts in Shemaim, you're going to have more or the lower parts in Shemayim, there's going to be more of a covering. The physical world, the Gashri world, is when there's such a covering to where it crystallizes itself as a finite world that we see around us. And the concept of Ra is when even from this world there is such a covering that what exists is, is, is Kibiyachal, almost the absence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, right? So the various Nevroim that exist in this world, the, the Svarim, they describe them in, in, in some categories. They call them Domeim, Things that are inanimate, right? Rocks, trees, uh, not trees, bad example. Rocks, um, metals, um, um, sand, earth, mud. Um, and then there are things that are chai, sorry, pardon me, tzaymeach, things that are, are growing, right? That we would say are in the trees, the trees anything in, in the uh, botanical, right? Like trees and plants and seeds and whatnot. The next thing that we have is, is chai, animals. And higher than that, the next one is called... Midaber. So I once saw a beautiful Ben Yishchai that said that basically every higher darga is kailo, all the lower dargas that are below it. And again, it has to do with how much ha'ar is panim and hester panim. When it comes to a rock, there is much less ha'ar is panim of a Baruch Right? A rock is stationary. The word domain means stuck, stationary, quiet, right? It's, it, therefore, there's much less of a sense of a Kosh Baruch because again, anything closer to Hashem maintains into it the, the concept of, of Nitzchias and Chias and life, because Kosh Baruch is true existence, and that expresses itself in this world as life. So a rock has the least amount of Ashkacha, the least amount of Ha'ar Panam of a Kosh Baruch and therefore it is in a solid state. The next would be a, a Tzemeach, a plant. A plant has the fundamental element of life. It grows. It grows, right? However, it's lacking in what we call Tznua, movement. An animal already is a higher darkness than that. An animal has tznuah, it has movement, and there's more of, of a ha'aras pun for Hashem that an animal already has some level of a sikhlis. We have the concept of nefesh bahamas, right? An animal has, 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 has some level of, 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 a, of, of a brain, some level of understanding, some level of seichel. The Rimbani even discusses the idea that animals have emotions, right? Um, yeah, that, that, they have emotions, right? Nope. And then you move a higher darga and you have medaber, which is adam, which is a whole nother madrega. Higher than that, you have more ha'aras panim 
And with that level Haras Panam, you no longer have Mokum for a Guf anymore. And that would be the Malachim. That would be, that would be, the, that would be the Malachim. The Malachim are Kokulu from the Aras Panam HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore they exist in the world of pure Sikhlias. They exist in the world of pure intellect, right? In, 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 in the spiritual realm. And they have no physicality to them whatsoever because they are much more Shalim than Adam is. So Adam has this interesting balance where you have a large amount of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Aras Panam giving us this Kayach of Dibor. And yet at the same time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu also is master himself in such a way where we also have a physical component also, right? Rabbi Kranz talks about the difference, there's even differences between men, so there's the regular man and then there's the yid. Right, right, it's for sure, the Mechal is going to discuss that, for sure, that Yisrael is, is, is the Nivchar, we're going to get there in one second, and even amongst Yisrael you have differences, you have, you have, you have Yisrael, uh, Levi, Kohen, right? Um, the different, 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 different madrigas that, that exist, and again, it's based on the Aris Panim and the and the and the and the Hester Panim. But just to understand that man is coil in itself, all the different parts that are below it. It's doimim. We are made of molecules. We have matter part of us. It's semeach. We find in ourselves that our skin and our tissue regenerates like a plant. It grows. It's chai. We have tnua and movement like an animal. But we have medaber, which is something on top. And every madrega is called the animal is called tzemeach. Animal, again, like has tissue that, that re- reproduces. Um, um, animal animal has, is, is made of solid, solid particles. The plant also is made of solid polar particles. It just has to reproduce it. So every madriga is called everything that is below it in, 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 in the physical world. Um, and the Mela, I think that, that, that there's a couple of Nakudas that come out from this. So the first thing I want to style on this is just understanding the godless of Akash Baruch's cre- creation and why the Torah puts Ahad Gashas sometimes on respecting animals, respecting people, respecting even sometimes animate objects, right? To understand that there is a Ha'aris Elohim that is in everything. Yes, the, 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 the Iker is, is Adam. And that's why, you know, all the Adam that's running around with vegetarian, vegetarianism or, or being vegan or all these things or, or they want to put animal rights over human rights, they're, they're, they're wrong because like the Ruchal is saying that the, that, that the whole Bria was created so man should be mashal himself to come connected to his creator. Everything else is there to serve man. So Mimela to then say that the, that the right of an animal is on par with the right of a human being goes fundamentally against the purpose of the Kosh Baruch creating the creation. Like the Ruchal says, it's there to serve us. So yes, before Noah, we weren't allowed to eat meat. Once we're allowed to eat meat, that became part of our Aveda. And our job in this world, as Ruchal is going to speak about later, is to take the things in the physical world and use them to give ourselves shlemus. And by giving ourselves shleimus, we also give shleimus to the items that are around it and bring more of a Kosh light in the world with it. So the meat of the animal is meant to be used for a korban. It's meant to be used for simcha. It's meant to be used for nourishment so that we can do mitzvahs and study Torah. That is why it's there as, as a helpmate that is, that, that, is, that, that is to us. Me'idah kisa, though, you know, sometimes the from approach is to look at that and say, okay, so everything else is garnished. Even, 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 even with Goyim also, yes. We know that, that Goyim do not have a high-level neshama like the Jewish people have. The Tanya speaks about the idea, we'll talk about Goyim more later, Tanya speaks about the idea that, that they have the nefesh from, 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 from the Sitra and, and Klai Yisrael's nefesh Bahamas comes from the Klipa Noga, whatever, whatever that means. The point is that, is that even our lower soul and, and, and Yid is of a higher madrega and a Yid has, has what we call which means he has a series of parts of himself that extend into Shemaim, higher parts of his soul, that when we do actions down here, it affects the world above. The Goyim do not have that. However, however, though, a Goy is a complex creation with lots of Ha'aras Panam of HaKadosh Baruch way more than that of an, of an animal. And a person needs to have a respect for the concept that everything in life that has Chiyas to it has some element of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ha'aras Panam that's there, that's allowing it to have that that chiyas, and that should give us a perspective when we look at the world around us and we see there is alakos, there is some level of godliness in all the things that exist 
around us. And Adam, being a person with seichel to understand that, has to treat it properly. There's, there's an incredible story. The um, Tzamech Tzedek was walking with his son. I, I don't know, my, my Chabad um, um, lineage is not so good. I think it was the Marshab. But he was walking with his son, and he was giving him a whole drasha about every plant has a malach on top of it that hits it on the head and tells it to grow, the, the, the chazal, and, and a whole, but much deeper than that, whatever they grass, were discussing, exactly. grass, the grass, right? But more deeper than that, he was giving him some chassidus drasha on, on, along those lines, and as they're walking, the son goes and he pulls a, you know, a, a thorn from the tree and he starts playing with it. His father said, didn't I just tell you, right, that, didn't I just tell you that, 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 that there's ruchnias and everything that's, that's there? How could you do that, right? And we don't we we don't think of it that way, and and we have kama mitzvahs in the Torah. We have the idea of not of baltashkas, not wasting things. We have the concept that um, that when you make a sarbalechayim, uh, for sure that, that that animal shouldn't be shouldn't, right. And yes, you could say a part of this has to do with our own midas. That's definitely true. But but a major part of it is the respect and the understanding that a kosh baruch or or is 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 everywhere. But we have to understand that there's a hierarchy. We have when you make a matzor on a city, you have to always leave a way out for that city to to go out. You can't make a a matzor is um. When you encircle a city, when you um, uh, what do we call that? Capture, Fort, no, no, the opposite. The, then you're capturing a city, but when you when you make a siege. a siege, a siege on a city, oh, around the outside of a city, so you have to you have to leave a way out so that people can can leave. can can leave or be able to get food or something like you can't you can't starve them to death. So there there is there is you know and and common the common mitzvahs in the Torah are like this, but part of it is the hakara that 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 there's a chokhmah of a kodesh which was used to create everything in the bria. And when a person goes out and he sees the bria, he understands there's the light of a kodesh and all these area, various things giving it the complexities that it has. So there has to be that appreciation. We have to know what's Iker and what's Tafel. What was the reason why everything was created? Right? And so we can't kick these things away and say like, eh, like it's a rock. What do you mean? I'm the purpose of creation, right? We have to understand that there's an aura of a Kodesh Baruch Hu that's there and, and, and part of that aura is part of ourselves, right? We have an element that's plant-like and an animal that's domain and we have an element that's domain to a to an animal, so we're also a medaber. We have this madrega, which is higher, and we're the purpose of creation, and therefore we have to know that when we use these things, we have to use them responsibly, but we are allowed to use them, and we are supposed to use them, and they're supposed to be part of our avoidant, to start elevating nature and, and animal rights, all these things abong, um, um, uh, over the function of an adam is, is wrong. Right? It, 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 it's wrong. So the approach of the Yid should be to see the Chochmah of Baruch to be around, to understand Hashem's divine light is in everything, giving it its existence, and to appreciate the different layers and strata of creation and how much Chochmah that was put into, into the creation. I mean, just even the eye of a squirrel, right? I had a good diak once. It says, um, we say in Davening, Eye of a squirrel? The eye of a squirrel. A squirrel. He has an eye, highly complex piece of machinery over there, right? Highly complex piece of machinery. So I had, I had, I had, I had, I had, I had, I had a vort once. It says, it says, Kosh Baruch says, Yoytze or it says, Marabu Masecha Hashem, Kulam B'chokma Asisa. Right, right. So Marabu, no, no, yeah, but we say in Davani, Marabu. Right. If you look at the expanse of what a Kosh Baruch created, the reboy and what's in the world. Right. There are so many things in the world. Everything from 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 astrology, astrological plane to to the to elements and to atoms and compounds, biology to the expanses of, of, of forests and trees and 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 and, uh, and and mountains and valleys and, and whatnot to cities and architecture to right to, to even everything that's in the world. It's, it's the, the the spread of things that are in the in the bria are unbelievable. Marabu, it's very rav. It's 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 great, right? 
Kulam b'chokhmah but every single part of it, even though you look at the big picture and you're wowed by the big picture, kulam b'chokhmah, even down to the minute detail, is done with chokhmah, including the eye of a squirrel, right? That was my example, right? right? We see these little guys running around and we don't hop, like the amount of chokhmah that it takes to reproduce some of the functions that even the most minute of creatures do, that, that science and technology, as far as it, as it is, can, can come nowhere close. I was, I was walking just on Shabbos and, and, I, and I saw the sign up for kidney donation and taking tests. I was wondering, we live in, a, in an age now where theoretically, like, they can do all kinds of things. Why can't we just make a kidney? Like, how big is a kidney anyway, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, gotta, I gotta lose some weight, you know? But they're Lamaisa, actually, they're actually trying to print one. They, they can try all they want, and, ho- and I hope they're matzliyat, but they haven't done it yet, right? right? But if you look at what's the size of a kidney, I mean, it's not so big. It's not so big. I mean, what, that big? That big? How big could it possibly be? It fits in your body somewhere, right? It can't be so big, right? Well, it's gotta fit somewhere, right? So, I don't understand. You, you, with all the chokhmah, the that there's tremendous amounts of chokhmah in the world. So again, I just think the understanding there's a strata of how much Hashem's light shines on things is how much his megala, his chokhmah, and the bria is something that we have to appreciate. Me'idakisa, we also have to understand that there is a hierarchy. Now, on, on the other end of it, you find that a malach is also higher, the Rumchal says, and that's not the tachas of the bria either. And there's a lot of a Kosh-Bogl's or, right? We find many times in the Midrashim, the Malachim told the Kosh-Bogl, uh, what, is, what is man that we should care about him, right? Why are you creating man, right? In fact, there's a Machleikas in the Malachim. Some said, yeah, create man. Some said, yeah, don't create man, right? I mean, what, 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 what's, what's going on over here, right? Why are Kosh-Bogl's not happy with creating sentient beings that are Malachim, that have much more perfection to them? And the answer is that the imperfection of man itself is what gives us our greatness. The Rashiva was speaking um, by Parshish Bratius on, 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 the, on the Targum. There's so many, you're going, Baruch Hashem, very, uh, through a lot of tremendous information, but I have, like, a lot of questions. So we can wait till the end. Can we wait till the end? I'm here. I don't know if I can hold it in. Okay. Okay, well, you'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for you. You'll call, 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 me, call, me, call me whenever you want, you know? Um, you see, we spoke we, by, by man that... that it says, V'yapach b'yapov nefesh chaya, right? So the... Um, the Targum Unkelos over there says, what's, what's, what's Nefesh Chaya? It's Ruach Mamawa, that he's animated with speech. So like we said, that Medaber is the, the quince of what man is. What's the Kayach Adibor? Kayach Adibor is the ability to translate something which is Seichol to somewhere else, right? The idea that, he, like, let, let, let's take a step back. You look at an animal, and the Rav makes this Ha'ara, and an animal has a Kayach Seichol. It can see objects flying at it, it can make calculations, it can, it can, it can have instincts, it can Some know... Some can even communicate. They, some can even communicate. Like whales and dolphins. Right, right, right. Again, but even their communication, though, we'll get there in a second, is a very base form of yeah. communication. You know, George passed, passed, <coughs> the, passed the banana, right? Like, yeah. that, that, that's as far as we're, as we're getting over here, right? But even animals in distress, they can... Distress, yes. That they're in pain. Dogs, we, well, dogs, well, dogs most certainly do that yeah. also, right? Yeah. But so there is a clea of seichel, which is there, and, and to some degree they can communicate, like, like you're dining also, 100%. You see dogs most certainly communicate with, their, with their, their owners. They even show them they're upset by eating the furniture when, when they go to work yeah. and leave them alone. <laughs> Right, hundred percent. Yes, we see that. But yeah, but, but but yeah. Hold on. No, no, it's not. Hold on. No, that's different. But, but let, let, let me just this point. The the coup that we have to understand though is that yes, they have seichel, and again, like we said, you have to appreciate that seichel. But that seichel is limited to things which are in the framework of the physical world. Man's ability to express ideas is much deeper. It's not just making a chesed. The baseball is falling up, flying at my head. I have to move my head out of the way. It's not just making the chesed of do I like this taste or do I not like this taste, right? Or am I distressed? Do I feel pain? It's deeper than that. Man has the concept of justice. Man has the concept of truth. Man has the concept of beauty, right? The fact that we can appreciate, we can appreciate a, a, a good photograph. 
right? The idea that speaks to us, it says something to us. These are ideas which are transcend the framework of the physical world, and that's fundamentally the difference between the seichel of Adam and the seichel of Behemoth. We can communicate, we're able to medaber from the higher worlds, from the worlds of Chochmah, into the physical world where Koshbachos Chachma has been master, that has been hidden. That is the kunz of Adam. In fact, you know, we're going to talk again in the next parak much more about this. But, you know, Rav Hutner says that we make a bracha when we go to the bathroom, Asher, mafli la'asais. Right? It's a pella. What's a pella? I went to the bathroom. What's a, right? What's a pella about it? Right? It's unbelievable, right? Are we talking about how unbelievable it is that the digestive system works? I mean, when I breathe, it's pretty unbelievable. When my cells reproduce, it's pretty unbelievable. When, when, I, uh, when, my, when my, my, my neurons fire in my brain, it's pretty unbelievable. I don't say mafli la'asos on all the other parts of the, of, the, of the human system that functions. It is a pella of the human being, but, but, but no, you're saying it when you go to the bathroom. Why on the bathroom then? Pick something else. Make a bracha every, every hour when you breathe, right? Like, why on the bathroom, right? So the, the, the Rehundus says the Gavaldic thing is because the idea is that man has this higher element like the Malachim, has this Kayach Elyon, has the Neshama, the Nefesh, and it also is composed of the lower world, like the animals and the Tzamech and the Chai and, 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 and the Chai and, and the Daimim. And we are this um, living contradiction of the higher world and the lower world that was put together, and, and, we, and we function that way. And the Mela, the idea that a person with such a, a depth of understanding can understand these higher concepts, truth and justice, have a sense of neshama, a higher world, a chilek of a malach in us, the fact that we can be so physical that we can go to, a, to the bathroom, those two things, that they could be together, that is an absolute pella. That is a wonder. It is a wonder you can have a being that is made of such two extreme disparate parts. A person that, can, that has such depth of understanding at the same time is physical to the point where, where he has to remove excrement which is the most physical part of this, this world. Haraya, when they lived in a world of spirituality in the, in the Midbar they ate the man. And the Gemara says they didn't go to the bathroom, right? That it digested it absorbed in the body and there was no need. Excrement is always when you've taken out all of the content of something and all you have left over is pure physical matter, right? It's the opposite of Sichlius is the concept of, of excrement. In fact, it says that the Zman of, of Mashiach comes in the shade of the tsoa of the donkey of Mashiach. What does that mean? The world will be so devoid of content, it'll be like tsoa, it'll be like excrement, but it won't even be excrement, it's going to be the shadow of excrement, which is even farther removed than the excrement itself, right? So the world's going to fall to a place, look around, Chavra, right? The world's going to fall to a place when Mashiach comes that we're going to be so far removed from any form of content. So excrement always represents, the Avodah is referred to as galolin. It's referred to also as as drek, as, 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 as excrement, because it's devoid of any real form of content. The fact that you've got a human being that has created these two disparate parts together, it's mamja pella that the neshama and the guf can be together, but that's the kunz of Adam, is that we have this ability to be this mixture of these two worlds and express from the higher world into this world. A malach is kokulu sichlius. He doesn't have this kayach adibor. He cannot express into the physical world. The animal is kokulu gashmi. That's all beautiful ones. The behema is a contraction of beis hay. Beis hey, mem hey, be, we're almost done. Beis hey, mem hey, be, ma. What's in it is what's in it. Ba, ma. Beis hey, like in it, ma is what, right? What is it? It's what's in it, right? It, it is what it is. It's, 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 you know, the animal dies. It had this emotional level. There's no nitzchis, there's no olam haba, there's no higher soul. There's no sense of, 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 of the soul collecting all the events of the world, whatever it experienced in this world is what it experienced. And it dies, like Shlomo Melech says in Mishlei, that the soul of the animal comes comes back down. Initially, Kuhal is one or the other. So that the soul of the animal comes back down, meaning it, 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 it has no kiyam whatsoever, 
right? It's called kulu achelik of this world. So whatever elements of sichlias by an animal has has is, has no no hemshech, no continuity, because again, it's limited to the framework of this world. Adam straddles both worlds together, and that's the chashivas of, of, of Adam. In fact, it says, Acher v'kedem sartani, the, the, the Pasuk in Telem says, that you, you created man before and after. What does before and after mean? Man was created after the six days of creation. He was created on Friday, right? So he's the very last thing he created, but he's also created before. Why before? Because he's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had in mind the entire time, right? right? That's, the That's the purpose. Like we say in, 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 in davening about Shabbos, Sof ma'aseh, what was the Kodesh Baruch Hu's eventual action was really what he had in mind the entire time. So Kodesh Baruch Hu, like we said, created an entire Bria for the purpose of Adam to be there. It's almost imagine that you have a beautiful gemstone and you want to display it. So what do you do with the beautiful gemstone? You build a, a beautiful, you know, artwork, some kind of um, wooden edifice or something that way you can install the gemstone at the top. The whole tachos of it was just to be a place to put the, the gemstone. So too, the entire Bria was created for Adam to function in the Bria, for it to be his environment. Therefore, he was created last as the crowning achievement of the, of the Bria. So really, he was first, right? And more than that, we said this was in Yisrael and, and there was Eilam. That's the Rashi about Rashis. Bishvil Rashis. That the whole Rashis Bereshis has the word Rashis in it. Bishvil Rashis, and Klaus was called Rashis Agayim. So already the creation of the world was created for there to be a Klaus to accomplish the purpose that is here. And so therefore, Adam was made straddling both worlds, right? Let's just move one step, one step deeper in that, in, that, in that Havana. The reason for that is, is because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted that Adam to connect to him, and the way he's going to connect to him is by being Megala Kodesh Baruch Hu's Yichud, his oneness. The way that you can understand Hashem's oneness is by having a world that seemingly hides Hashem's oneness, and with our Aveda, when we reveal the oneness from the hidden, we have the ability to be Oymid on it. The way you can understand Hashem's Yichud is only by, by seeing the contrast and realizing that it doesn't exist. Any other midah of Hashem does have an opposite. If Hashem won the Megala, is Chachma. By showing stupidity, that doesn't give you a sense of Chachma. If Hashem wanted to show you his kindness by revealing cruelty, it does not give you a sense of Chachma. But if you want to reveal to Kalei Yisrael your oneness, your Yichod, the way that you do that is by showing a world that seems to suggest that there is parts and pieces and there isn't a Yichod, and ultimately showing... That there is a yichud. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will pull the curtain away and show us that every event in this world was me pulling the strings. All there is is me, and our olam haba will be in the enjoyment of seeing that. Midrach gave us the idea that we can chip away at the veil and have the schar of being a partner in showing the yichud. Therefore, Adam had to be made of both worlds. He had to be made of the higher world that he could bring the reality of a Baruch Hu in a world that hides him, and he had to be part of the lower world where he's a Baruch Hu's reality is hidden from him. And 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 well, well, the malachim also exist, right? But 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 the Kashmir's full reality is not displayed in Shemaim either. Otherwise, the malachim exist either. But the malachim perceive Kashmir clearly. Their kokul siklias had to be where there was a blockage that we could do the avodah and we could exist in a world where we don't see Kashmir, and then we could bring a Kashmir into this world of blockage, and that's going to be our schos that we were a partner in demonstrating to the Bria that the only thing that exists is Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that demonstration and that showing when you thought that he wasn't there and you show that really he's there, that is going to be the Ha'ara of Olam Haba. Right? That's going to be the depth of our Olam Haba is being omid on the fact that Hashem is one. The way you're omid on the fact that Hashem is one is you have to have a Haba meaning he wasn't one, live in a physical world which hides him, and through your Torah, your Mitzvah, your Aveda, break down the curtain and, and show that really, no, he really is one. And that's a much deeper understanding of something when you can remove... Right, the other possibility and show that it doesn't exist. So every time you learn Gemara, we always have a kasha. What's the point of a kasha? Because you think one way. 
then we have a teretz. The teretz is only meaningful, because why? Originally, you didn't understand something. So when you break through your, why? It gives it meaning, right? So the Kosh puts us in a world where he hides himself, and we reveal him within the world that he hid himself, there's much more meaning in that revelation. We can understand that revelation much more deep. Therefore, all of them had to have this composite of the higher world and the lower world to Megala Kosh Baruch Hu's Yichud as well. It's a deep idea. You have to, you have to, you have to think about it. But, but, but again, you know, we need to understand that that's what makes Adam special. There are elements that are much more Ruchni higher than us. You know, it's very nice to be Kokulu Ruchni. There are elements that are much more Gashmi below us. Okay, you're just Gashmi. The Kunz is when you can have something which is both and it can express from the higher world in the lower world and bring down the veil of this world and bring a perception of Kosh Baruch oneness in this world, that is already something where there could be a dveikas to Kosh Baruch Hu, and we can have a much deeper understanding. So ultimately, man will have a much deeper understanding of a Kosh Baruch Hu than the Malachim will. Because man goes through this process of the Havamina and the Maskana, of the Kasha and the Teretz. Right? We live a life where Hashem is not here, and by pulling down the veil, we are involved in the process of revealing Hashem's oneness, and that will give us a much deeper understanding of it. That's what makes Adam Ikri and why he straddles these two, these two worlds. A deep concept, right? It's the concept of Gili Yichod. But, but the, the, the last Nakud I just want to tell is just the, the Mishnah in, in, um, the Mishnah in Sanhedrin, you have to go, well, I'll be done in a second. The Mishnah in Sanhedrin talks about before you put someone to death, you tell them the following. Before, not, before, not, I'm sorry, not before you put them apart, when you, when, you, when you talk to the Aiden. The commission says, Ketamayim is Aiden. How do you scare the Aiden on when it comes to capital cases? Um, and it goes through all these various things, and it says, You tell them the following. You tell them, you tell them, you know, Dine Mominus is not like Dine Nefoshis, the Sanhedrin, Perak Dalit. You know, Dine Mominus is not like Dine Nefoshis, right? Dine Mominus, you give the money and you get Kapara, no problem. Dine Nefoshis, his blood is spilled and all of his generations until the end of the world. You've cut somebody out of all of reality. They tell the Adam, you realize, if, you, and if you're lying about this guy, you're going to kill him and like, he's not coming back and all the future generations that come out of him will not come back anymore. Like we find by Kayan that it says the blood of your brother is screaming from the, from the ground. The bloods. Oh, except very good. And plural. Oh, meaning that what? All the future generations. You tell him, Therefore man was created alone. Laladcha to teach you that anyone who kills one nefesh from Israel as if you destroy the entire world, and anyone who keeps one nefesh in Kla Israel um, is as if you were you 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 you, you were Mekayim. So you fulfilled a year, a year, yeah. You fulfilled the world. Um, skip, skip, skip. One second, and then they tell him the famous line. Um, He says that every Adam is Teveya in the Matbeya and the Chesim of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Everybody has the stamp of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Just like you stamp a coin and the imprint is there, so do every human being has the imprint of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and each person is different, just like two coins are not minted the exact same. Every person is minted differently. Um, and the, therefore, there it says the famous line, every individual has to say, for me the world was created. So it's a powerful thing. We are made of this combination of Shemaim and Aretz, of Neshama and Guaf. We are here to bring out a Kosh Baruch Hu's Yichud in the world. We are the primary creation. Everything else in the world is only secondary and ancillary to us. And not only that, each and every single one of us is the primary creation. Because not two people are created 
the same. Each one of us has a task in bringing out a Kosh Baruch Yichud in the world that's this different than somebody else's task. Therefore, you have to look at the entire world around you and say, Bishvili, Nivra Olam. The whole world was created for me. Like the Ramchal is saying, that all the parts of the peace of the world are there to help me do my job, to bring out Hashem's oneness in the world and to Megala, Kosh Baruch giving all of us Olamaba, we all have a unique piece. Like the Mishnah says, not two coins are minted the same. Therefore, we were minted in the Tzalem Elokim, which we're going to end now, so we don't have the time to talk about what that means, but we were minted in the Tzalem Elokim. And, and, and what? A different fingerprint. Chazal said a different face. Right. right? You got a face ID on the phone now, right? Because Chazal said, Kishem, Shadeus, and Shal, just like two people can't think the same, right? Uh, two Jews, three shuls, whatever the line is, right? right? right. So just like Deoseim is not the same, the way we think is not the same, so too um, our, our partsufeim, right? Uh, the other way around. Just like our partsufim are not the same, our, our, our facial structure is not the same, so too our Deus are not the same. I mean, everybody is distinct and different because everybody is there to fulfill this tachlis of being the Adam who will bring Hashem's Yichud into this world, this unique combination of physical and spiritual. And therefore, we have to look at the world around us that everything in the world is here to help us accomplish that task. Not just Kala Yisrael in general, but every yachet. Right? Because we're all made distinctly different, the Mishnah says, to bring out the specific task that we are charged with to do in bringing out a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Yichud in the world. So a person has to walk out and, you know, I'm, I'm going to end at 45 and you have to end, but I remember years ago I was in the planetarium with my family and they showed, uh, my family was terribly bored by this one. Now we just go to the Sesame Street one whenever we, if we go. But Lamaisa, um, Lamaisa, they showed like a, like a tour through the universe. And it was like this endless, and the guy's like, wow, look how little we are, no, 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 no. I felt, I said, wow, you poor guy. I thought to myself, you look at it like, wow, how little we are. I look at how big we are. Look at the entire universe, how many kachavim and stars and galaxies, all there, bishvili nevera oilam, all there, as somehow, some way, every element in the Bria helps me do my aveda. I want to talk about that, but we're out of time. Maybe we'll talk about it next time. How, how it could be that every far-flung part of the Bria, every random bird that they discover, every deep-sea f- fish that lives in deep-sea vents of the ocean, how that has anything to do with me. But like, so somehow or another, the Ramchal is like, it does. And it's all part of my aveda, and it's somehow it's there to assist me in my aveda. And I looked at the, the grandiose parts of the heavens, and I realized, what is the chashiva sa'adam that this entire Bria was created as an azer, millions upon millions of light years and billions of light years, trillions of light years, I don't even know, right? Yeah? Of, of, of plasma, just so that I can be Megala Kodesh Baruch Zichud in the world. And Mela comes with a tremendous responsibility to know that I have an ability to bring out Hashem Zichud and to bring Olam Haba to the Olam that's mine and it's not yours and not yours and not yours and each of us has that. And then Mela, we have to look at the world around us and, and realize that it's there in our, in our service and that gives us the responsibility to be, to be, to be the last, last Chazal. Chazal took Adam through the garden and he said, look at all of everything I created. He said, don't mess it up. I'm so sorry, he brings this cloud. Don't mess it up, right? All these things are there to serve you. Don't, 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 don't ruin it. Don't use your phone the wrong way. Don't use a knife to cut challah. Don't, don't stab somebody with it, right? You know, whatever it would be, like every element that's in the world, treat animals in the proper way, use them in the right way, don't use them in the wrong way, treat food the right way. My world is here to serve you, to do your avodah. Ashkosh Baruch says, don't, don't mess it up. It's very beautiful. It's full. It's malay chachma in my world, right? Please don't, please don't pollute it. I don't, I don't mean... Carbon emissions. I mean, with a virus, right? Um, please don't, please don't, please don't pollute it, right? So that, that's a person should walk away with the Hashidas Adam and and knowing that this whole world is here just for you to 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 bring Elam Haba for yourself and all of Kli Yisrael. Okay, shkayach, everyone.